I was working on a script late one night when out of the crypt came a baffling sight. A couple of boys recording a show. They threw in a cast, and what do you know? They did the pitch. They did the life's a pitch. The life's a pitch. It went off without a hitch. The life's a pitch. They're carving out quite a niche. The life's a pitch. It's called the life's a pitch. They told a very strange story about Warwick Davis. Chasing people through time, crawling out of their anus. Seth Rogen the giant ate the whole of Alaska. The insulation column was like something from Kafka. They did the pitch. They did the life's a pitch. The life's a pitch. It went off without a hitch. The life's a pitch. Who knows which pitch is which? The life's a pitch. It's called the life's a pitch. Spider wife was spinning. Dr. Dave continued sinning. And all the while, in classic style, Willem Dafoe kept on grinning. Hoa had his sights set on the boy in the moon before lancing him through with a giant harpoon. My entire family became giant snakes. The government too, which really raised the stakes. They did the pitch. They did the life's a pitch. The life's a pitch. It went off without a hitch. The life's a pitch. Now streaming on Twitch. The life's a pitch. It's called the life's a pitch. From out of the trees came a flying creature. A spinning spine was its primary feature. With 20,000 legs all scuttling and jostling. Heaven save us all, it's a monstrous Ryan Gosling. He did the pitch. He did the life's a pitch. The life's a pitch. It really scratched an itch. The life's a pitch. There came a day on which. The life's a pitch. He did the life's a pitch. All these mad creations and life's a pitch crew. Waiting for the star guest, the listener, that's you. To tell your friends and family if you're very keen. Let them know it's Halloween. They did the pitch. They'll do the life's a pitch. The life's a pitch. It went off without a hitch. The life's a pitch. Now available on Switch. The life's a pitch. Into the lights of it. Oh, very good. Yes. Ooh, digging the sounds. Yes. What? What do you mean? What do you mean? There's a long list of people's names to read out. And thanks. No, I'm looking at these. That they're far too long and spooky. There's no way. I can't fit it in before the end of the song. No, no. I'm only here for the hour. No. You've paid me my money, and I'm going. Welcome to Lives of Pitch, the podcast where we pitch the best films that'll never get made. I'm Matt Turner. And I'm Tom McGrath. And the game goes like this. We ask you, our devoted listeners, to come up with titles that you'd like to hear us pitch. We then collaborate, coming up with story points, casting, and even marketing strategies. Without further ado, this week's title is... Scooby-Doo, that's what use thinks. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, that's what use thinks. There's so much duration wait, wait, wait. in your face, in, face as and in, voice. As in, that's what, that's what use thinks? No, that's, that's what you...
Yeah. Sphinx is an Egyptian statue. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the one with, that's got the riddles. Yes, yeah. that one is given to us by Ross underscore Originals. They got in touch with us on Twitter. You can find us on at Life's a Pitch Show. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast as well. So, thank you, Ross. As you could probably guess from the title, it's the last week of Halloween. It is Halloween. It's the today. Ooh. Ooh. We're doing a Scooby Doo mystery. Scooby Doo. Scooby Dooby Doo. Life's a pitch. A master of songwriting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote that intro theme? <laughs> Me, I did. <laughs> I did Scooby Dooby Doo. Life's a pitch. <laughs> Joining us for the Scooby Doo mystery that we're about to pitch is Bobby Anderson and Alex Keane. Hello. Hey. Guys from the Strike podcast. Slash whatever. And around. And around. From (laughs) from, from Strike strike comedy. From Strike comedy and improv in Sheffield. And around. We are from improv in Sheffield. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're we're ambassadors. They were were birthed out of it. Born from a gestalt consciousness of improvising. (laughs) Yeah, that's where they crawled forth from, and that... and now we're here on Halloween. <laughs> and that's where they shall return tonight for tea. <laughs> okay, so the format of today's episode is the Scooby Doo mysteries, but we're gonna put a little twist on it. We're gonna instead of just doing the cartoon, we're just gonna pitch ideas for casting first, much like the Star Trek episode we did a few months ago. Then pitch a few honourable mentions with that cast and then do the main the main pitch so who are we thinking guys firstly let's let's remind the listeners of the cast of scooby doo let's remind the listeners about what scooby doo is yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> well i would love to but i don't know uh a dog <laughs> scooby doo is a dog i think with a surname despite regularly consuming things that look like they'd probably kill a dog <laughs> I've forgotten the name of their gang. They travel in the mystery machine. Mystery Mystery machine gang. (laughs) I started that that with so much confidence that I knew how that sentence was going to finish. I really didn't. I'm pretty sure it's the mystery gang. Yeah. Yeah. The mystery pals. The mystery machine gang sounds like a gang from Mad Mad Max. 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 (laughs) With a mystery machine. We don't know how it works, but we know it does. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the best idea ever? That's how you do a gritty reboot. Oh, I mean, it's a shared universe with Mad Max. Well, I mean, judging from the backgrounds of most Scooby-Doo episodes, we can safely assume it's set in a post-apocalyptic universe. Yeah, a lot of it's pretty desolate, yeah. isn't it? It's just, like, featureless yeah. landscapes over and over. But there's there's always a line at the beginning of the episode that, like, they had to turn off the main road for some reason. It's essentially the same excuse, mm. like phrased slightly differently, but they always have to turn off the main a, road or they're visiting, they've roadblock. been invited, yeah, they've yeah. been invited by one of their uncles of which they have about 30 apparently. <laughs> big big uh, families. Uncle, Ca- uncle is like a, a crime syndicate term for just <laughs> a, 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 a senior person, yeah. <laughs> so, Scooby-Doo. So, yeah, there's, there's Fred, mm. who is, I would say, if you were to give him a uh, a kind of archetype, man. Um, <laughs> then uh, I'd go. I go one further than that. Preppy, preppy man, preppy man, big That's a man. Jock. Uh, well, Is I he... mean, he's because he's got he's got some upper body strength in most in most depictions. He's also but... a bit yacht clubby, isn't he? Yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah. more of it's more of a yacht club thing. Mm. Like 
He, oh yeah, there's he, some he repressed wears, I feel like he always wears a sweater tied around or like a cravat or yeah, something. Yeah, he's got that true. kind of vibe. There's some yeah. sort of neckerchief thing going on. Mm. Then, then there's Daphne. Woman. <laughs> woman. Blonde woman. No. She's got red, red hair. hair. Yeah, she's a red No, hair. Velma's the redhead. No, no, Velma's no, uh, got dark hair. Yeah, oh, Velma's no. Yeah. I no... know nothing. <laughs> Fred, okay, Fred's, Fred's blonde. Fred's blonde. Fred's yeah. blonde. Fred's My blonde. Bad. Daphne is red-haired. Yeah, right. she, like she, a purple thing. She's prom queen, basically. Yeah. She's... She wouldn't go like... Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Maybe like Wacky Racers. She'd fit in there. She um, is in Wacky she Racers. She is, I think. Yeah. She, yeah. I don't she's think one it's of the, the same character. No, no. It's it's Penelope Pitstop. That's the one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. she's got a very Penelope Pitstop vibe, though. Yeah. Um, like you can Maybe see, the she's... same drawing. <laughs> it, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's Hanna-Barbera, isn't it? Yeah. Like, they they, they wait, were wait. not ashamed. Hanna-Barbera recycling assets? <laughs> no. What? We'll touch on that later. What like, is this? She's Disney. She's, she's prom queenie, but can definitely hold her own in a fight. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think, especially towards the, the later incarnations of Scooby-Doo, that mm. her, that became her oh, thing. Oh, yeah, it was Sarah Michelle Gellar yeah. in the live-action film, wasn't it? Yeah, and even like... and even in the later cartoons, she just gets fighty, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's her thing, it's just she's, she'll give you a smack. There's Who else is that? Daphne. But Daph- there's Velma. Daphne, Velma. Um, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. The Always nerd. Goes. Yeah. Velma, yeah. Straight up the nerd. only one of them that knows what she's doing. Yeah. Um, you can yeah. tell because she wears glasses. Yeah, yes. that's it. And carries a notepad. And can't see without them. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And regularly that's, tells us That's her that. bit. Yeah, yeah. She can't mm. see without her glasses. There, so were, there were many, many plot hooks that hung on the fact that she missed an important <laughs> moment because she lost her glasses. Yeah, that's true. Because the glasses were like, she was cleaning them, put them down, and then the bookcase turned around. Um, I reckon that probably happened. I have a vague sense memory yeah, of that. Yeah, that kind they stum- of... for for all that she's the intelligent one. Like she all they all stumble across most of their clues. Yeah, she's just the one who can explain it with some context thing from yeah history or local geography or basically geology. She'd, she'd be capable of doing the whole job herself if it wasn't for the fact that she lost her, her glasses so much. Yeah. Uh, her, her friends yeah. essentially exist to provide her glasses back to her. And they never thought to just buy her one of those little chains <laughs> around her no. neck. You've got to assume that they, they realised they could do that and then all went... She won't need around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do then? Um, then there is shaggy and scooby who yeah. come as a like, i think we've got to describe them as a pair, as a pair yeah because yeah. they're a they're a classically zoinks yeah uh zoinks zonks zoinks zonks 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 they're a classically zoinks. codependent zoinks. pair of powers <laughs> uh oh yeah he's he's, an, he's one is he's a human and the other is a dog but they're basically the same yeah, yeah. they're both afraid of everything yep. they constantly try and jump into each other's arms yeah and they love Scooby Food. snacks. Yeah, like they both love Scooby snacks. Yeah, they yeah. do both love Scooby snacks. He likes eating dog food, and <laughs> Scooby likes eating human food as well. Be, I, mean, it might, I might be the first one to notice this, yeah. but I think some of the symptoms of, of Shaggy's uh, personality um, could be attributed could to be. use of the illegal drug, yeah. cannabis, marry mar- marry a Joanna. I think yeah. he might be the first person to notice that. Yeah. 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 Um, let's let's never bring it back up. <laughs> <laughs> so right, we've got we've got the the main Scooby gang, 
that might I, is that I the name of the gang? Oh, they might just be the Scooby Gang. Right, so. Fred. Who are we thinking? No, I want to pitch Scooby Doo first. Okay, Scooby Doo. Because obviously this this is going to be voice acting and yeah. either CGI or cartoon. Mm. Um, or a and real I just... dog. But I feel oh, like, I feel like well, Pixar to the point where you can see even on the dog. Who is the actor? <laughs> oh, like for, oh, now that that might change things because if we're if we're gonna go full mocap, then obviously it's Andy Circus. <laughs> oh well, but, no, but you for see... voice, I was gonna go like off the back of Rocket Raccoon, Bradley Cooper. Think Inside <laughs> Out. Think Inside Out, where you can sort of tell who they are from their face, but kind of like cartoonified. Like, they sort of take what the actor's face is like and go, okay, let's just sort of extend that bit. So Bradley Cooper, except on a dog. <laughs> on, on a great day's face. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I, I always thought Tom Hardy would make a good... Uh, because you can't understand what Scooby-Doo is saying. I'm sort of... I'm struggling with the idea of Tom Hardy just because I've never heard him say anything with less than like complete confidence in what he's saying <laughs> whereas we need someone who can really pull off cowardly mm. like just the wimpiest Bradley, Bradley Cooper yeah let's go with Bradley what does Bradley or Cooper say Elijah Wood <laughs> if you're gonna go with cowardice <laughs> that's not a bad call yeah. at all he's good at cowardice so Elijah Wood's doing the Scooby voice the yeah. best he can yeah. And I think he'd look better on a Great Dane. It's a Great Dane, but with the face of Elijah Woods. Scooby Dooby Doo! <laughs> Ruby Roo! Roo Roo Roo! Hey, Raggy! <laughs> it's working for me. That's, that, that's doing it okay. for me. Shaggy, I've got someone in mind, and it's Charlie Day. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, Scoop! What, what is going on? No, oh, but Charlie Day. But, but, <laughs> Is this is this voice or like live action casting as well? Because he's he's short and squat, and Shaggy's like really tall and lanky. He's lanky, yeah. <laughs> we, we lengthen him. If in... we're paying this much for CGI, we may as well lengthen <laughs> Charlie Day's body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get him on a we we invent a, a a CG thing called the digital rack where we just stretch people. In, I was, was going to say, if you want to see what this looks like at home, just take a picture of Charlie Day into paint <laughs> and just stretch it up. <laughs> That's what the film will look like. Just, just, just take two, just take two pictures of Charlie Day. Cut off the uh, the thighs and, and the shins of the mid, of of the second one, and then just sort of like cut add the other them, one in half them and in. add them in. Like a like a crude stretched photo. He's walking around. So, so he he's right. So we've got uh, we've got just the dog's not even going to be. We're not even going to bother mocapping. They're just talking yeah. to empty space. We've got Charlie Day on the on the group stilts. Yep. So that he's he's tall enough. Yeah. Um, and then we need three normal size actors. <laughs> Fred, uh, who are we thinking? For Typical uh, all American jock. Yeah. See, he's got to be handsome, clean like clean cut, good looking, uh, all American boy. Chris Evans. I am holding out for a hero. Chris Evans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. can't get through a Hollywood movie without casting a Chris. So we <laughs> yeah, may as well get that true. out of the way. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, like, I prefer if it was Nick Cage, but, like, <laughs> I reckon that would get for quite quickly. Let's hold him for a villain. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put a pin in Nicholas Cage. We'd never cast Chris Evans before. 
And he looks, he's so he looks, neutral. He looks, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> but that's it. Tell, tell, name anything about Fred's character from the cartoon. <laughs> he's Other than man. neckerchief. <laughs> yeah, uh, Yacht Club, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made it all up. Everything I know about Fred, I made up in, in, in headcanon. Yeah, so perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Much like Captain America, it's all in your head. Like, who, who is this man? It's mostly costume changes. <laughs> That's his version of character development. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, I've got new armor. Ooh, a beard. So, I'm a grumpy boy today. Uh, so we've got Daphne and Daphne. Velma. Yeah. In my head, I just can't beat Sarah Michelle Gellar. For Daphne, I would have gone with um, what's her name, Karen Gillan. Ooh. Oh, yes. That's I mean, that would be a good one. casting, but we don't do those here. <laughs> um, Sarah Michelle Gellar. No, let's have Keller. some British representation in this. Yeah, in this yeah. Okay. Karen Gillan's a good... Karen Gillan. Cool. I, um, I didn't see her in Jumanji, but it's a, basically the same same type of yeah, tone. Pretty yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and pretty Velma. much the same character. Velma. Rashida Jones. <laughs> Danny what? DeVito. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Firstly, firstly, let's get just a tiny little bit of representation in here. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm um, not sensing a lot of love for Rashida Jones. Are, are we are we getting a bit of 2018 representation in here? Annoying people who will who will tell us. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the cool. intent of film, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. Annoying people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, the alt right murder people. Yeah. And liberals respond by putting people of colour in films. Who's that's, the real that's, snowflake? That's, that's our weaponry of choice. Yeah, yeah uh, who is the real snowflake? In, so, so you, <laughs> Which of those things is more annoying? <laughs> like, no, when you said pissing off the alt-right, I was like, Kelly Marie Tran would be amazing. Oh, yeah, you're right, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, Kelly yeah. Marie Tran would oh, be really a, good. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> So yeah. Wait, do we, do we, was this for, for Daphne or Velma? For Velma. Velma. For Velma, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. would be there we go. That's a solid cast. Right? Okay, so, really so we've got, we've got uh, Elijah Wood as Scooby-Doo. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. We've got Charlie Day as Shaggy. Yeah, on stilts. <laughs> on stilts. <laughs> we've got Chris, Chris, Evans. Chris Evans as Fred. Yeah. Um, we've painted his hair yellow. Yeah. <laughs> Down, like oh, bright yellow, yellow like yeah. straw yellow like, like a full on like hey, hey guys are you going to be using hair dye for my hair <laughs> nah just just yellow paint yeah I, th- ah. I, think, I think Danny DeVito is in, is in this film he's directing <laughs> yes <laughs> he's a good director and and then uh, Daphne, Daphne is Karen Gillan is Karen Gillan and Kelly Marie Tran, Tran is Velma. Okay, we have a cast. cast. Solid, Solid, yeah. So, let's move on to some horrible, spooky mentions. From Reese Hines, we've got Scooby-Doo and the Isle of Certain Death. The Isle... I mean, that sounds like a straight-faced one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand those. Mm. Um, So, the Isle of Certain Death. Yeah. Okay. For someone to name an isle... Certain death. Oh no! Are, are we going? Are we going straight laced, or are we going to try and turn this into a Scooby Doo? I mean, it's got to be a Scooby Doo. So, right? so I'm going. Well, I'm pitching Coney Island. Ooh, that's a good call. But I was thinking they turn off uh, onto the onto the beaten track, <laughs> just and just off a bridge into the into the water. There's a little dinghy that pops up from below the machine. <laughs> like like the wild thorn freeze. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they, they, they go out to an, an island and then Scooby's like, 
uh, hey guys, it's it's Charlie Day. Hey guys, I I I know we're we're going to, I know we're going to Coney Island, but I uh, I heard there's some great surfing around here uh, on an island. It's called Island of Surfing Beth. Uh, <laughs> But it is Coney Island. It's got like a, a fairground on it and stuff. It's 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 Coney Island's next door neighbour. <laughs> yes, and and obviously the the villain is it's the owner of the trying <laughs> to take down Coney Island. Yeah, but he's he's just stuck on his own island because <laughs> the bridge is out. That's why they yeah, just yeah, went off into the sea. That's why they went off and and they they come up to the docks and uh, <laughs> and it's all misty and Willem Dafoe dressed as a sailor man, walks up to the pier and goes, Hey, kids. Do you like my fairground? And they're like, we haven't been yet. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you stopped us about 100 feet outside of the yeah. gates. <laughs> come, and, come and let me show you around my fairground. It doesn't get used very much anymore, seeing as it's called the Isle of Certain Death. And dun, like, dun, dun, dun. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> And Charlie Day's like, did you say certain death? Oh, God. And then and then Kelly Tran's like, Shaggy, you told us that this was the island of surfing Beth. We thought we were going to go and learn to surf. And With then Beth. Like, oh, boy, That's, I guess I got it wrong. That's me, kids. Surfing Beth. <laughs> I used to be a, a star surfer back in my day. And then I started a theme park. <laughs> On an island. <laughs> right it had next, a bridge. Right next to an existing island that had a theme park on it. In retrospect, it might have been a poor financial decision, but that's what you get when you spend your teenage years winning surfing competitions for a living. It's a, it's a very, very well-known career ladder. I don't know if Coney Island's actually an island. Don't at me. <laughs> oh, I says Karen Killen. <laughs> what? I'm not even letting her change her accent. Oh, I, yeah. I thought, I, listen, what happened to the bridge? Not, we know, we're not letting her change her accent. She's got to do a Billy Connolly impression all the way through. Oh, I, what happened to the bridge? <laughs> and Will Defoe's like, yeah, it got destroyed by... The dinosaur monster that's that's <laughs> roaming the island, like thunder and lightning. Yeah, it's obviously a stormy night. And then there's like a Elijah Wood is like, Elijah Wood is in a sound booth somewhere, <laughs> wishing he he was with the rest of the cast. And then and then Chris Evans uh, playing Fred goes. Oh, okay, gang. Uh, let's let's find out this massive dinosaur monster. Let's let's figure out what the what the mystery is here. <laughs> where would a dinosaur be on an island this small <laughs> and it's, flat? And so that they go they go around this misty fairground, uh, theme park fairground. It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we've got them being chased around by a giant dinosaur monster. Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine that they at some point the way they foil the plan yeah. is by taking a roller coaster and then throwing a net as it's trying to chase them around the <laughs> yes, uh, uh, trying to chase them around the tracks. Well, the, the, oh, there, there's a fake out scare where Shaggy has found one of those stupid one person T Rex costumes <laughs> with the floppy head and is just running around somewhere in the distance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that would be better if that was Charlie Day. <laughs> 
with the long legs. <laughs> just these long beanpole legs and and a dinosaur head. <laughs> um the and and then when they catch him they go it was uh surfing beth all along uh he wanted to cover up the fact that he was causing explosions to break the bridge to coney island <laughs> and blow up his own bridge he by accident yeah, yeah, yeah. because it was a misty night yeah it was yeah he couldn't tell which bridge he was on which which is exactly what happened to the scooby gang sort of oh yeah yeah, it's come full circle. <laughs> it's a perfect story. So the police arrive on a boat. <laughs> and then the mystery machine... <laughs> off it goes. The police arrive as the mystery machine are leaving because, remember, they're on the run. The tyres tire, <laughs> are spinning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I think... I feel like... Right. I know that the, 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 the theme is here yeah. that we do some honourable mentions... And then we pitch the, the real film of Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah. I think it should be a Netflix series where we find something about each character's backstory as we go along. <laughs> <laughs> Fred's got PTSD. Uh, well, okay, okay then, then what's the backstory that we learn in this? Uh... Well, it was, um, it was Shaggy who suggested going to the island. Mm-hmm. So it has to be something about his... He used to be like a famous surfer until he was kicked out for. Mm. Uh, oh, oh, oh! For, it, for it, it was a drug. Costume. It was a drug problem. Yeah, yeah. Thing. he was. He was. But ironically, ironically, it wasn't from the. It wasn't from the 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 illegal drug marijuana. It was some compounds that's found in Scooby snacks. <laughs> steroids. Yeah, he was dog he was, steroids. He was busted by the guys from Point Break. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, alright. <laughs> Keanu Reeves cameo in the flashback. <laughs> yes. He was in the next door. He, like, he, he was in the scene next to the scene where Keanu Reeves fires up the, uh, the gun in the air while his friends. It's, it's, just, uh, it's just Charlie Day as Shaggy lying on the floor rolling around with Scooby, just like, ah, oh my god, gunshots, right, <laughs> right. As, as bullets finally reach the. Like, get, to, get up into the air and then have to come back down again and they start raining around him. <laughs> Okay, so from Joe Thompson, we've got Scooby-Doo and the Curse of Ubi-Scoo. Scooby-Doo and the Curse of Ubi-Scoo. <laughs> yeah. So Ubi-Scoo is some kind of... Is, it's got to be one of Scooby-Doo's relatives, like, right? Like a, I was thinking like a mirror version. Like yeah. Like a strange <laughs> magic mirror where they've been like... Now you have to cast Mirror Universe Scooby-Doo. Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah, the problem solved. The opposite of Elijah Wood. He's <laughs> <laughs> yin to his yang. <laughs> so, like, the relative idea I quite like, or, or, or the mirror, they go to a house of mirrors. Okay. And this is the other thing about Scooby Doo. Like, there's so many. So many of them seem to take place in like abandoned theme parks and stuff. <laughs> Fairgrounds, How, yeah. arcades. Yeah, it's, oh. it's, it's all like children's entertainment places shut down because yeah. that's what's a scary reference yeah. point for kids. A spook zone, yeah. yeah. Um, there, are, there are sometimes mines. Yeah. Um, sometimes just A scary houses. reference point for kids. Houses, places, houses yeah. Houses familiar houses. Place in mountains as well, I think. is, is, is like, Mountain cabin, yeah. yeah. So... They go to a house of mirrors. Yeah. 
why? <laughs> I need a because, reason be, why. Be, because Scooby's uncle invited them. <laughs> I think. I think. Like, yeah, Scooby's uncle invited them. They yeah. go to a house of mirrors on the way, mm. um, and in there they meet another, like another dog who can speak. And this is a big deal, right? Yeah. Like another dog who can speak that isn't specifically a, a Scooby relative. Okay. Yeah. Right. Despite it being a big deal, Velma's the only one who treats it like a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> f- fundamentally, yes. Um, then, um, the like they they realise that this this dog is not being treated particularly well. Like, no one is paying attention to the fact that this dog can speak. Mm. Like, Ubi Scoo. Yeah, Ubi Scoo's having a bad time, mm. so... Which is why he sounds like Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ubi Scoo, like, follows them to the... To, like, uh, uh, along with them, and sort of starts creating crimes in front of them so that they can be involved with solving them. <laughs> so it's a, it's a cry for attention. Exactly. <laughs> All the way through, there's, there's there's all of these, like, horrific crimes. Oh, it's not a literal curse. Well, yeah, it was the curse, the curses. Oh, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> people keep getting killed in the House of Mirrors. Or, or anywhere that the, the, the gang are. And yeah. it's p- putting attention on the gang. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Because when Ubi-Skew, they're on the run. Yeah. is obsessed with basically being what Scooby-Doo is. Mm. So while they're on the run they and can... they go to places, people they walk into dying. a room one time and he's wearing Scooby Doo's collar, yeah, <laughs> and eating Scooby snacks and go, I hate these things. I mean, yum, <laughs> yum. I mean, yum. Oh shit, maybe Scooby so... snacks. <laughs> maybe he kidnaps Scooby yeah. and none of the others recognize, like, realize it. Yeah, and it's like a it's like a doppelganger situation. Yes. Um, and then and then he puts Scooby in like some kind of costume. <laughs> Is this Scooby Doo meets talented Mr. Ripley? <laughs> no, 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 no. He puts Scooby Doo in a big scary costume. Yeah. And then makes him like scare Frames people in the House yeah. of Mirrors. And they go through this whole thing and unveil it and it, and then they realise like, oh, this is this is the this is Ubi Scoo teaching us. How it feels to be thought of like badly, like a monster. Oh, yeah. so I think I think like do do we have if it's like a film, if it's like a feature length, yeah. we can have that whole arc where we unveil Scooby as the as the criminal, and then Scooby all the way through is like, I'm not a, I'm not, not a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but as Elijah Wood. Yeah, as Elijah Wood. <laughs> it's very difficult to do an impression of Scooby-Doo and Elijah Wood at once. I'm not a criminal. <laughs> and they're like, sure, Scoob. You were just trying to cover up your tracks when you were stealing from the Scooby Snack Factory. <laughs> and then and then this is our opportunity to learn about Scooby-Doo and his backstory. Yeah. <laughs> How, like, growing up, him and Shaggy would always get into trouble and, and people would always assume that Scooby had done something wrong. Yeah. And then he finally found his place with the with the mystery gang yeah they were gonna put scooby down and that's <sighs> that's why, he's why, that's why he ran away <laughs> and found a surfing soda <laughs> yeah. on his collar there was a a, a a tag that said put scooby down <laughs> and the sides got snapped off <laughs> so it just said scooby too <laughs> Wow. That's the first and last time you'll ever hear anyone pitch a Scooby-Doo origin story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got some more pictures. <laughs> so, so we, <laughs> so we find out all about Scooby's backstory. 
uh, through uh, him being framed, we yeah. get some flashbacks. It's great fun. Then <laughs> yeah. it sounds terrifying. <laughs> it's utterly hilarious, Bobby. <laughs> it's still done it's, in Hanna Barbera style. It's a real caper. <laughs> um, yeah, the film's live action, but the flashbacks are <laughs> Hanna Barbera cartoons. <laughs> that would be a mess. Fucking yeah. Kingdom Hearts shit right yeah. there. <laughs> so. Um, then, like, we find out that oh no, it was it was Ubi Scoo doing this cursing, uh, uh, cursing Scooby with uh, bad reputation, mm. and um, and then uh, they they accept Ubi Scoo, and Ubi Scoo is like, well, I do have to go to prison, but <laughs> I'll always love you all as friends. And yeah, like, and then they, they, they could be like, I was gonna say pen pals, but maybe they just sent him Scooby snacks. Yeah, and yeah. even though he doesn't like them, he eats them because they remind him of his friends. <laughs> setting up for a sequel and the, the police turn up and the mystery machine is off yeah it's, it's <laughs> the wheels spin yeah. <laughs> it's like they're having this touching reunion and the police turn up and then just the mystery machine is gone and Ubi Skew's like that okay <laughs> I love the I love your incredible trusting police because they obviously just leave a note on these, these villains with like what they've done. The police just go, I believe that. <laughs> Seems right. Well, it's it's the it's the police for it's uh, Woody Harrelson and uh, Matthew McConaughey following them around as, as they go from place to place. <laughs> so they've been set on the case of these vigilante teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they get their own their own side story as we cut away to them because. Mm. Uh, they are learning that these kids mean well. They've been sent on this case. One of them starts out as a real hardball, like hates vigilante justice. Oh, we all know. We Woody, all know this. Woody Harrelson is coming around to their side. Yeah. But, uh, mm. Yeah. Matthew, Matthew, Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey is. He's staying yeah. harder. And we all know this is going to come to a boil once we get to because it goes right to the top. Yeah. And it's all to do with with what Velma knows oh, and her backstory. Yeah. Her whole whole thing. Um, okay, so from Ross underscore Originals again. We've got the messy Nessie. This is so they've got to go to Scotland. Right? Yeah, yeah. This is this very they have monster. definitely actually done a Nessie episode, so Back. we're going to have to make it quite different. Back to Daphne's um, homeland. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if we do because all of the episodes are very similar <laughs> in style and substance. They've been invited to Loch Ness by no, we'll Daphne's family go, to go on YouTube and look up the Nessie episode. <laughs> Daphne's, we'll the next one. Daphne's family. Yeah, they've been this invited to Loch Ness. By Daphne's family. Yeah. You're just going hard on this Scottish thing, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. You just like Karen Gillan's natural accent. Um, and and <laughs> Billy Connolly is her dad. like, Hey, Daphne! My daughter! And then she says, Oh, hello, Dad! <laughs> and then her mum comes out, and it's uh, Maggie Smith, and she's like, Are you there, everyone? <laughs> All doing Billy Connolly impressions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you all! Uh, later, when they're inside, because they, they live in a castle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loch Ness is very loud, so that's why they're all shouting. Yeah. But like, <laughs> they live in a castle by Loch Ness. Yeah, um, and uh, later on, Maggie Smith will will res- res- resume her regular uh, Mr. Potter re- uh, routine. Uh, but uh, hello, Mr. Potter, uh, Mr. Mr. Potter, Fred. I've heard so much about you from Daphne. That's just a higher pitched Billy Connolly. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you're not telling me about my impression. You're telling me about Maggie Smith. <laughs> yes, uh, 
Fred, Daphne's told me a lot about you. It's it's mainly the same thing over and over again, really, because yes. you seem quite you in the yacht. <laughs> <laughs> She told me all about you. She told me you wear white shirts. <laughs> and a neckerchief. It looks lovely. You've got yellow hair. <laughs> What's the point of you in this group? <laughs> so stuff stuff is washing up on the I guess shore of, of Loch Ness. Bodies. Bodies, Bodies yeah. Bodies are washing up on the shore <laughs> of Loch Ness. Fucking film noir now. <laughs> Bloody mangled bodies uh, washing up on the shore of Loch Ness, mm-hmm. and no one has any idea why. But but everyone thinks like lots of people, lots of the locals think it's it's the Loch Ness monster. It's the Loch Ness monster. Um, and then they they go out by they use the mystery machine boat option and go mm-hmm. out into the into Loch Ness to try and find the monster. And they do find the monster, but the monsters the monster's got to be a got to be a, a talking creature. Yeah, right. It's, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, it's Kiefer Sutherland, exactly. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's, he's like, like, he's like I've got yeah. nothing to do with it. A Loch Ness monster with a little bit of Kiefer Sutherland face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, wasn't me. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, and then, but the, the bodies are coming from over that way. And they follow it, and there's like a little channel in, in a bit of rock that goes yeah. underneath the castle. And it turns out Billy Connolly's been killing people and putting yeah. the bodies in to drum up tourism. What? Well, <laughs> I think, what? I think, I think, I think uh, he is doing it because the tourists are causing so much mess yeah so he's he's like uh he's he's like killing them whenever they drop litter and stuff he's like a vigilante because that's where daphne gets they, it that's from. where daphne gets her vigilante <laughs> tendencies right i'm the monarch of this glen i'm gonna keep it that way <laughs> And da- Daphne sort of has the her her, her backstory. <laughs> We're going to do them all. Uh, <laughs> is that like she she did know about this, but she she repressed it, and now has to face up to the fact that sort of the reason she solves all these mysteries is is like a thing for trying to solve the mystery of her dad <laughs> that she repressed. <laughs> the crime fighting that that urge to punch crime and to, to punch crime in the head is is a family. Tra- Great. Mm. So, so, so far. Does Maggie Smith know? I don't know. I, I think it's a, it's a kind of. It's an ambiguous one. Yeah, it's like um, she knows Claire Underwood from House of Cards. Like she knows what's going on, but she's tried but she's, not to like look into yeah. it. Plausible deniability. Yeah, 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 very much so. Um, like if she keeps telling herself that this is the, this is the man she married, then it won't it yeah. won't be a problem. Let's just continue so, filling Scooby Doo with morally grey characters. <laughs> well, this is my gritty reboot of Scooby. This is the gritty reboot of Scooby Doo. Well, well, so far we've established that Scooby runs away from everything because he's terrified of being like put implicated <laughs> and put down. That. Yeah. <laughs> <But>, um, <laughs> <laughs> but Shaggy Shaggy smokes the illegal drug cannabis to dull the pain of his failed surfing career. <laughs> I think I think I think and that, that Daphne investigates mysteries because secretly the biggest mystery has always been at home and she just couldn't face up to it. <laughs> so all of them are gonna get to the, the our main pitch, like broken down <laughs> and like traumatized. With uh, Shaggy, it should be an injury. Where like he was, he was behind. He was in the next scene from Point Break. Yeah. He was rolling around in that same car park, and then the bullets came down and hit him. And then he he smokes he smokes Darifa to, um, <laughs> to to deal with the pain. To deal yeah. with the pain of. <laughs> that. 
physical. Those bullets had to come down somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Physical and emotional. <laughs> so so she like she has a confrontation with her dad to sort of they turn him in. Yep. Slash kill him, depending how gritty you want your gritty reboot uh, to it, be. They, they, they well, feed him well, to Ma- Maggie Maggie Smith's gotta be like part of the um part of the resolution because they finally like convince her like no you have to turn him into the police and as the police turn up the mystery reveal is just out of there like a fucking shot <laughs> and it Woody is gone <laughs> wait, wait, wait wait so we have this gritty noir detective drama yeah. in which in which the Loch Ness monster is real yeah it's yeah. just because real. that's Scooby-Doo canon because they, when they do the Nessie episode they, uh, Nessie appears at the end so someone's pretending to be Nessie but he appears at the end and like winks at the camera and dives under the ocean <laughs> wearing he's wearing a little tartan cap as well <laughs> what who's our next backstory it's not our next it's not our next honorable mention it's the next backstory um it's it's gotta be velma isn't it because we've done everyone else and fred's not getting one because he's so fucking boring unless it's in the final pitch yeah uh, yeah <laughs> no Vel- velma's got to be the final pitch because that's where it goes all the way to the top Mm, well, well speaking of going all the way to the top, we've got uh, from Phil Walters, we've got Scooby Doo and the Shadow Chancellor. What? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh, Maybe this, this, this is, is the one. one. Yeah, this yeah. is where we've got a little bit of money because mm. uh, the the series is doing well. And is it? <laughs> yeah, it's going yeah, fantastic. It's, it's incredible. It's a smash hit. Everyone loves the fact that it's got all of these like weird crossover hints to other mm. things. Uh, so obviously, like we've got a bit of money, so uh, British politicians are trying to, you know, uh, get a bit of street cred, mm. as I believe the young people say. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I say. And and so we've got. Oh, it's Tom McDonald. <laughs> Tom, Tom McDonald? He's the Shadow, shadow Chancellor. Oh, I... <laughs> no idea. Could have fooled me. Yes. And this is why these politicians need street cred. Yeah. <laughs> None of you know who they are. The actual Shadow Chancellor is uh, is afraid to come out and do any speeches because he's being haunted by a shadow. The ghost of Guy Fawkes. The Ghost of <laughs> that who's, mythical creature who's wanting it is a ghost. So it's so it's taking place in the Houses of Parliament. Yeah, yeah. And this is a this is a super difficult one for the mystery gang because like you can't just park your car outside of the Houses of Parliament. <laughs> <laughs> That very especially, very quickly gets you in trouble. Especially one that's got mystery machine written <laughs> <laughs> with flowers painted all over yeah. it. No, 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 we we just paint we just paint over all the small troubles. Like yeah. Tom, Tom McDonald just gets them in. But so I apologise <laughs> if it's not Tom McDonald. So so the mystery machine sprouts wings. <laughs> they they go off the beaten they go off into the beaten track and take off. To London, <laughs> land outside the Houses of Parliament. Bear, bear, it's from, bear, from Edinburgh bear, to London, bear, yeah. Bear, 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 bear. <laughs> oh yeah, because they, they were in they were in, in Scotland last yeah. time. which is definitely in Edinburgh. <laughs> no, but I mean that's where the airport is. No, these these yeah. are gonna, these are gonna be self contained. Yes. So so like <laughs> okay. they go from wherever, wherever they, they were, were last. straight yeah, to yeah. London. They they fly over the Atlantic to London and. Uh, that there they see the Shadow Chancellor being chased away, screaming 
from the Houses of Parliament. There's a ghost, there's a terrorist ghost in the Houses of Parliament <laughs> wanting to blow up the Houses of Parliament. Everyone immediately assumes when he screams terrorists that the big purple and green van that just landed is them. <laughs> They're taken into custody and that's where they meet Tom McDonald because obviously mm. he has to ID the terrorist he saw. Played, and then they uh, overhear him. Oh. Played by Hugo Weaving. Played by... Yes. Um, and they overhear him. That's such a good joke. <laughs> um, and um, uh, I know that, and then they hear him, uh, like, over, they overhear him talking about this ghost. And so they're, they're just like, we can help you with a ghost. We solve mysteries. So they get off on, on bail. <laughs> Like they get off. They get off on solving mysteries. On a, they, get off, <laughs> they get off on a on a deal they've made by solving a mystery. So yeah. Now not, now there's, there's an element of sort of pace because if they don't, so they've got like 24 yeah. hours to solve it, or they're just gonna be taken back into custody yeah, yeah. and and executed. Yeah. And and Scooby is like, what the fuck? Like he has some more flashbacks to when he was gonna yeah, be put oh, yeah, down. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, that they they wander they wander through the endless corridors of below the Houses of Parliament and go, and go to where Guy Fawkes put his barrels and... Uh, yeah, it's still there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's... The, you know, the barrels zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but instead of explosives, the barrels are packed with um, suppressed information. <laughs> it's a powder it's... keg waiting to explode. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, the, it's statistics about the impact of universal credit. <laughs> Suppressed in, su <laughs> so the ghost is someone who's like someone in the Tory party <laughs> who's who's just trying to scare people away because it's like we have to keep the documentation we can't just destroy it we just have to make it so that no one can ever find it by scaring them away pretending to be a ghost accurate documentation well, about austerity this is the thing we get Velma's flashbacks to being a government whistleblower <laughs> yes <laughs> she was an accountant <laughs> wait a British like just just generic flashbacks to whistleblowing, or was she specifically a British civil she, servant? She she is a, she is a Snowden uh, writing for the, like like much like Black Widow in the Winter Soldier. She's very much just like the Edward Snowden of the piece. I mean, yeah, Velma is like not her real name. Yeah. she's been going under an American alter ego since she since she since she like uh, mm. uh, sort of fled to America. Uh, and, then... and this is her chance to actually unveil the thing that she couldn't do in the first place because yeah. they caught her too soon. Yes. Mm. But now she's got Tom McDonald on side. <laughs> <laughs> and he can make a speech. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I think that they find the ghost. They get chased up and down the Houses of Parliament uh, <laughs> by the ghost. In and out of doors. Yeah, that thing. Um <laughs> <laughs> and that that tunnel that's got the that would have had the barrels in from a, a guy Fawkes time it's just really long yeah. it's, it's they so run long. past they run past the room where they make houses of parliament sauce <laughs> i feel like which i assume is on site i feel like if you're going to do a repeating uh, if you're going to do a repeating chase it's got to be through some subway like some uh, some london underground tunnels yes yes um, so then you don't have to spend any oh, yeah, money need, on background we need lots of shots of london that make my fiance go oh, we've been there <laughs> <laughs> you fucking love that. They have to run down like past three different stations and then have like a oh the circle line's gotten shorter. <laughs> <laughs> who is who is our ghost? It's, Which Tory politician shall we lamp? It's, it's Tom Ghost. Ghost. Michael Ghost. Michael Ghost. <laughs> He's played like 
I set up <laughs> the joke of Hugo Weaving playing Tom McDonald, the only man we've seen in the Houses of Parliament at this point, be yep. also being the ghost. But that doesn't make any sense, because he wouldn't be suppressing this vital information about the failure of universal credit. He, he would. <laughs> he was being paid off by the Tories. Oh, oh shit. God, it is a spy thriller. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. And Velma loses her glasses at one point. <laughs> End um, me now. <laughs> at a key point, she picks up the documents to read them and just drops her glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, so so this this all comes to light, and uh, Tom McDonald's replacement, who is um, some British actor, Richard Iowa. Oh, oh, it's um, it's Tom Holland. Oh, okay. Because yeah. <laughs> they're trying to they're trying to connect with the youth. Yeah. <laughs> so to get an eight year old. You just want an excuse to, to think of Tom Holland, don't you? Yep. 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 Um, he's 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 the replacement um, shadow chancellor. Twenty-three <laughs> <laughs> year old. Yeah, right, yeah. So, and so he, he goes to make a speech, um, and uh, and this time, like they're let go by the oh. police. The police are like, "You're free to go," and they're like, "Oh my god, what are they we doing?" They turn around to Woody Harrelson. <laughs> And uh, Matthew McConaughey is like, you've got no jurisdiction here, yanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, finally they catch up with him. They're like, you're on, get, like you, you're under arrest. Uh, we've been told to extradite you to the to, to the US. And then uh, the shadow chancellor's like, not anymore. You, we're harboring these fugitives. <laughs> This is an international. Where in- Russia now? <laughs> this is an international incident now. So, yes, those were our honourable mentions. All <laughs> the, the story series. so far. Yeah, all the story. So this is now a Netflix series we're pitching. Uh, <laughs> what happens when you bring in two narrative devices? <laughs> there will be a story thread, no matter how much you try to cut us off. <laughs> So, uh, thank you everyone who's given us titles uh, this week. Remember to find us on the social medias. Go to at Life's a Pitch on Twitter and facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast to give us your titles every week. Every week. Mm-hmm. Don't miss one. Don't miss a week. Or I will frown. <laughs> if you miss a week, it's really hard to get back on the wagon. Trust me, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, on with the conclusion to the Netflix series of Scooby Doo. The finale. Yes. The, the, the three hour finale. <laughs> it's the we've been cancelled, but they gave us enough money to finish everything off with a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yep, we have to tie all this shit together. <laughs> so, from Ross underscore originals, it gave us Scooby Doo, that's what Yoost thinks. Okay, so the gang have been through a lot. <laughs> and they want to take a holiday. They want to take a holiday yeah. in Egypt. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, but when they get there, they can't help but, uh, you know, they're, they're supposed to be going to the pyramids, but, you know, they drive off down a little, like a little <laughs> beaten track. <laughs> In the desert! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they drive off and, and bump into the Sphinx. They, 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 right? Well, they, they discover, yeah. like, a previously undiscovered... <laughs> sphinx. Sphinx, yeah. And One like, with a nose. That's how we know. Nose. That's how the audience knows it's not the Sphinx. The sphinx. Yeah. yeah. And or, or is it just set in the past and they've, they have they were the ones who eventually knocked the nose off? And, and living... <laughs> and we're living not there. doing, like, a <laughs> No. No is the answer to that question, Matt. <laughs> and... <laughs> 
No, it's okay because it's not in the same timeline. <laughs> <laughs> and living there is Omid Jalili. All right. And we know him from The Mummy. Yep, The he Mummy. Played, he played a good Egyptian in The Mummy. He plays... I just know him as a stand-up comedian. Yeah, he plays... In The Mummy, he plays Got by Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> in, in this, he plays Got by Beatles as well. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Beatles got him. Oh, right. <laughs> he, he, loves, by... he loves the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's... Got by Beatles sounds like a terrible perfume. <laughs> <laughs> got by Beatles. <laughs> Bingo, I love this one. <laughs> he, he bloody, like, so... Oh, I smell like a beetle. <laughs> so, on the Jalili, right, he's living in this sphinx. <laughs> Inside he's, the sphinx. He's turned it into a Beatles museum. <gasps> <laughs> okay. Right. Can I just clearly establish Beatles or The Beatles? The Beatles. The band okay. The Beatles. The band The Beatles, John, Paul, Ringo... In a previously George. undiscovered intact sphinx. Okay, okay, let me let me let me just like separate this out a little bit so we're not all putting it in the same location. Okay, yeah, okay. they 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 turn off the dirt dirt track, right? Mm-hmm. They um, well, the sandy track in this yeah, case. Yeah, sand's made of dirt, basically. Um, so they, they 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 turn off and they get to this for some reason Beatles museum. They have no idea why it's there, right? In a sphinx. Not in a sphinx. What? No. The sphinx is the reveal later that okay. Omar Jalili is trying to keep people away from. Oh, so, yes. He's trying to protect, like, Egyptian so artifacts. So when they choose to, like, they look around the museum for a while, but when they choose to, like, continue on to the sphinx, that's when he has to crack out the mummy costume. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which yeah. is the actual costume from the Brendan Fraser, Fraser film, The Mummy. Omar is like, no one comes to my Beatles museum anymore, not since the Egyptian curse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then he's like... <laughs> But, it's just half an hour of him trying to scare them away. <laughs> random bullshit. And he yeah. doesn't manage it because they're, they're the mystery gang, right? They're the scary yeah. gang. And then he plays Helter Skelter by the Beatles <laughs> um, and Fred goes wild. <laughs> oh, oh my God! That's his trigger song. I know where this is going. And this is incredible how we got here. (laughs) Tom knows where I'm going. Tom knows that Helter Skelter was attributed to a lot of the Manson violence. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) And we are, as said, in the 60s. (laughs) Or at least the characters are from the 60s. And that's why Fred's such an all-American boy. Yeah, because <laughs> it's all a facade. He's a, well, he's a, he, 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 he got out of the. Cult. He was a survivor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His backstory is the best of all. <laughs> so Fred's going wild. Fred's Fred's trying to kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> and they're running around this this. He's chasing them around this like previously basically untouched. And Egyptian site. Omar Jalili is taking the place of Fred in the gang at the moment. 
because like he's a st- he's standing in. Yeah, yeah. Right. And they're all trying not only to find out where Fred is and calm him down and subdue him, but also to prevent any damage to this priceless historical site. Yes, that has has untold worth because, like historically and financially. Because there's as lots as... of reference. Amadeli is making lots of reference, not overtly, but like to the fact that he was going to dress up as a mummy. <laughs> like, he's just, he he's just occasionally tucking bandages into his into his pocket. It's the thing he has been doing. He's been trying to scare him up all this time. It was only when he was like, oh, I give up. I'll play Helter Skelter that Fred goes wild. <laughs> and then uh, Omar Jalili has to like hide out with the gang away from Fred. Mm. And he's like, I'm really sorry. I was trying to scare you away from this sphinx. We can go in there to hide. <laughs> they sort of have a mini realization of, oh, maybe we shouldn't always visit and tamper with these old, <laughs> old places. Yeah, maybe sometimes these schemes are entirely justified. <laughs> um, they're in the Sphinx now, and Fred is is basically doing like Halloween. It's Halloween mm. now. They're like running it away is. from like oh, a slasher, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> and uh, I think we get that kind of uh, Charles Manson esque cult backstory from Fred through flashbacks, yeah. uh, and eventually I think. Although we have cast Chris Evans. <laughs> okay, so so so. Fred, Fred, we get all of his backstory through the flashbacks, mm. um, and he's like ex ex Manston cult killer. Yep. Um, and so it's going to be on all of the Scooby Gang to bring him back down to like their level by reminding him of all of the great like adventures they've been on together and all of the trials that he's helped them overcome just by being that mm. steadfast, rock hard, all American boy. So they get and- into the. Omar Jalili's costumes <laughs> to remind him. Yes, yes, they have to make him like get into that mindset of solving <laughs> mysteries and fighting monsters. Mm. And Omar Jalili uses the bandages to form a web that he slowly tangles him up in so they can tie him up <laughs> long enough to oh deprogram him. Oh, wow. Oh, this got dark, so... <laughs> like, I was going to say so quickly, I'm but it's sorry. been all the way yeah, through. You, you had, it was my you had fault. Billy Connolly having bodies washed up on the shore <laughs> of Loch Ness. It was dark all the way through. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Oh my god! But uh, but at the at the end of this film, yeah. you know, at the end of this hour, like three hour long special, <laughs> at the end of this Netflix series, we've resolved that, that they're no longer being chased by the police. Yeah, they've saved. You know, like probably the biggest, the biggest archaeological find. Yeah, yeah. in history, um, they they helped. You know, every single one of them's had like this this they've journey. Come out a bit better. Yeah, yeah. Realization. Yeah, and and we've. Finally discovered that Fred has a real backstory. Yeah, Scooby fucking do. Yeah. <laughs> We're setting up for like, a, like like a dark version of Wet Hot American Summer, where in ten years' time we get to come back and make another series called Scooby Do We Do. Where are they now? <laughs> okay. Oh God, Velma's in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Fred runs like a deprogramming service for cult survivors. Yeah, yeah. Um, Scooby. Ten, I mean, ten years later, he's probably dead, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> I think we maybe, just, no, we just see Shaggy like in a pet cemetery, <laughs> just like I'm doing all right, Scoops. Doing, I'm doing, doing okay. Like doing he's, he's, he's got a little like. <laughs> He's doing, got a, oh my god, he's doing got a little cemetery. Like, <laughs> no, he's got a little like four years sober badge. Oh. <laughs> and he's doing some necromantic arts to try and bring Scooby back. Mm. That's the that's the 
That's the thing that brings them back together for the ten year anniversary. <laughs> for the reunion. <laughs> when when our when our series blows up and we really do get loads of money and more people than who watch Dirk Gently watch it, uh, <laughs> the follow up is they have to go after Shaggy, who's reanimated Scooby. <laughs> what happens to Daphne? She takes over the family business. Yeah. <laughs> of Killing people, murdering the tourists. She and all oh, right. Of murdering tourists, yeah. or curating, was, or curating was, a castle by the Loch Ness. I was going to say, I was going to say she does that, and then also like has expands it into a museum of all of these debunked things. Yes, and writes uh, like a best-selling. She writes oh, the story of Scooby Doo as a yeah. novel, and she's like, oh, what, what she does in the museum at the end of Black Mirror. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> it turns out this has all been being told by Daphne to yeah, a yes, group of yeah. school kids, and, every, and every... that's how I got here. <laughs> every episode opens with her walking through the castle and then going to sit down to write a memoir, <laughs> like like Lord of the Rings, yeah. there and back again. <laughs> a Scottish a woman's tale, a mystery machine tale. <laughs> Oh god. Mystery machines picking up dust. <laughs> no, it, it's it's the main exhibit. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's fair. Um so yes, that was our Scooby-Doo Netflix series. Netflix, if you're listening. Oh yeah. Give us a call. Yeah. We'll do these scripts. No Buy the rights off Hanna Barbera. Yeah. <laughs> if they're still a thing. <laughs> and, and yeah, uh thank you all for listening, especially if you're listening, Netflix. And uh Remember to go to visit us on our social media pages and also... If you have enjoyed uh, our strange gritty take on on Scooby-Doo and you want to uh, continue things like this happening, uh, then you can go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast where you can give us a little bit of money each and every month uh, to keep the podcast going, keep the literal lights on in life's a pitch towers and um, also... Uh, you know, help us buy stuff to make the thing better. Mm. Um, so the people who have done that so far are as follows. Mahir Trevetti, uh, my waste of talent. Bloody hell, Brenda, these new wheat bisque husks have got a tangy crunch. <laughs> it's not funny, guys. <laughs> That's someone's name. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Spanky Mills, Ross Originals, but I'm a spooky ghost because it's October. <laughs> Stephen D. Thomas, Sam McKillman, A up there, son, you can't beat the tangy crunch of a wheat bisque husk. <laughs> Again, someone's name, guys, you can't just. <laughs> Brent Black, Joseph Hegarty, Strike Comedy, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love Improv. <laughs> I don't want you spitting on me anymore, Daddy. I want wheat bisque husks. (laughs) And listen here, Brenda. I'm sick of your shit. Just eat the sodding wheat bisque. So thank you, everyone, who's been giving us... Is that money um, to to all of the all of the other um, patrons of Life as Pitch. Um, is there some kind of Discord where we organise these things? Because <laughs> hook me up, guys. Um, I'm sure they we will... don't know about them. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be in touch. This episode also brought to you by Wheat Bisque Husk. Apparently, <laughs> congrats for getting through that that sentence four times. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't easy, but I made it. <laughs>
So, thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you, Bobby and Alex, for coming on. It's been a, it's it's been been a, a pleasure. Joy. <laughs> uh, how can people find you if they want to? Um, we are on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Comedy. That's S-T-U-R-I-K-E. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Comedy. That's S-T-U-R-I-K-E underscore comedy. Uh, and you can also find us on probably on your sidebar if you're listening to this on SoundCloud. Um, yeah, there's a whole like strike to pitch playlist. Oh yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, hopefully various other strike members. And uh, yeah, we're also currently re-releasing our D and D series. Yeah, which has finally been finished and edited because uh, yeah, it's queued up till Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working on it. <laughs> if, if you like the dungeon and the dragon, then uh, go and have a look at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, go check that out. That's uh, soundcloud.com yeah. forward slash strike. And, all and yeah, iTunes. we have a monthly show in Sheffield. First Wednesday of every month, we're down at Haggard's Corner. Yeah. If you're in Sheffield, go see that. It is a lot of fun. So, uh, thank you all for listening. And we'll leave you with today's yes very clever award which has been given independently by two people oh, okay a doubler so from Matthew Presley we got Scooby-Doo versus the Jigsaw Killer and from Connell Lavelle we've got Scooby-Doo versus Jigsaw <laughs> Scooby-Doo wow yes interesting interesting <laughs>